Hello, and you freak spiritual trap siren, where nothing is off limits when it comes to our consciousness and spirituality. So, sit back, relax, and get ready. You've just been trapped. Good morning. It is June 2nd, 2020, and you are tuned into Spiritual Trap Siren. Um, this week has been going pretty good. It's been okay. It's been emotionally draining. Very draining. This past week has just been excruciatingly painful for any person of color or any person that empathizes with what's going on, not only in America, but around the globe right now. It's disgusting. It's very disgusting. I don't know when we will get to a point where color doesn't matter. Where you can stand on the street and it's okay to be black. Where you can go to a store and it not be presumed that you have a fake $20 bill. And you can survive. You can sell cigarettes. And still be able to walk home. You can sleep in your bed. And still be able to wake up the next morning. And right now in America, this is not what's going on. People are dying. And no one cares. And we have to get to a place where we start caring. Because at this rate, not much will be left. And I just don't understand how people just don't see it. And it's crazy. We have to get to a place where we are able to talk. Because if our voice isn't heard, these riots, these fires, I won't even say the looting because we're being infiltrated by others. And you know what I'm talking about when I say that. Some of the looting is us. But some of the looting ain't us. And that's another discussion that we'll have today. I try to figure out where, and let me say this first. My father was a police officer with LAPD for over 30 years. I've seen the destruction that they can cause. But I've also seen some very good cops. Some very good officers. But the problem is when you have good officers that don't say anything, when these terrible, racist, 
bigoted officers do and say the things that they do, there's no accountability. And in this system, we need accountability. Otherwise, it doesn't work. The synonym of blackness with criminality is a new phenomenon. In, it's not a new phenomenon in America. We know that. Documented historical accounts have shown how myths, stereotypes, and racist ideologies lead to discriminatory and policies and court rulings that fueled racial and violence in post-construction era. So this is something that's been going on forever. And you think about it like this. If you're playing a game of Monopoly, it's almost like your counterparts of Caucasians have, have been able to go around the board one time for every hundred years and be able to collect the $200, be able to collect the property, be able to collect all the houses. And we won't even say 400, we will go back and say 600 because um, it's a popular belief, and I know a lot of people don't understand this, we were actually here in America first. We were the actual first original aboriginals, the Olmecs, the original Moors, not the Moors from Europe. Research that. So this has been going on for ages. So imagine your counterparts of Caucasians being able to collect and go around the board six times before your race even gets started. Now when your race does get started, now you have slavery. You have Jim Crow. You have the Civil Rights Movement. You have the introduction into drugs into our society to take the black man out of the home. The deconstruction of the black home. You have systematic racism through housing, through education. So now you have to jump over all of those hurdles and able to get back or at least to be halfway somewhat caught up to where your white counterparts are. And for some of us, they'll never be caught up because of how the system is and what the system does. And it's really just disheartening. It's disheartening. We've come to a place where now we don't want to be quiet. We're done protesting silently. We're done taking a knee. We are done knocking on the front door, asking for inclusion. Like Tupac said, soon enough, we're going to keep knocking on the front door. If you don't answer, we're coming through the back. And that's what you're seeing in America. People are coming through that back door. Whether it be through different ways of education, whether it be through entrepreneurship, whether it be through bartering and, and sharing the black dollar, keeping the black dollar in movement. There's a lot of different ways that we are uprising and adjusting this change. The issue that I have right now with what's going on with the looting is we're looting our own neighborhoods. And I know the ramifications of looting your own neighborhood. I was seven years old 
when the LA riots happened with the verdict coming back from Rodney King with the four officers not being guilty. I remember being in my father's police car having bottle rockets, cherry bombs, trash cans, bottled water, canned sodas, bricks, all type of things being thrown at the car as I was coming from school on 50th and actually Gage in Normandy to 50th in Normandy is where I lived. And we actually had to stop by the Boys and Girls Club on 51st in Vermont to pick up my cousin before we got home. I remember seeing Crenshaw Ford Motors on fire. A car had driven through it. I remember seeing Koreans on top of their stores with shotguns pointing them at our people. These are the same people that had continued to feed their families for years. I remember seeing the police not go in there and do anything, but letting our whole community burn down. I now look at it and I see who's buying up all the real estate and property in those communities now. I see the gentrification of the community now, almost 30 years later. If we burn down our own, we won't have our own to give to our children. And that's the biggest thing that we have to think about, is our children, is our youth. We can't continue to go through these habits and self-destruct. The definition of insanity is going through the same things or doing the same things and expecting a different result. Now I will say through everything that we've been through as a people, the one thing that did work was boycotting. We have to figure out a way how to keep our dollars within ourselves so that way we don't have to worry about having these issues. We have our own schools, so we teach our children what they need to know. The same things that our counterparts are teaching their children. They're not teaching their children about Christopher Columbus. They're not teaching their children about colors. Those children are learning about balancing checkbooks, balancing accounts. They're learning about apps. They're learning about engineering programs. They are learning about computer programming. They are learning all different types of things. And the things that they're teaching our children are nowhere near par to what they're teaching their children. So that's the first step. The second step is trying to figure out a way how we can coexist with each other. Because until we do that and have unity, we will never have anything. We will never have anything. When we get into this next segment, we will talk about a little more into depth Racist Roots in America Policing, From Slave Patrols to Traffic Stops. And this is a big thing because right now, these traffic stops will not guarantee that you will make it home as a black person. And it's scary. We never want to feel like that. And we've been feeling like that for years to the point where we had a green book that used to direct us to where we should go because we couldn't stop as a people of color. For chances that we might be lynched, killed, killed is being lynched, but killed in different ways. And we're still having to deal with this today, 80, 90 years later. And really and truly, it's time for a change. Because we can no longer afford, as black people, to sit here 
and wait for someone to give us our rights and our fucking freedom. This episode is for any person of color and of unjust humane done to them or their family in the name of law enforcement. This episode is for you. George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Aubrey, Tamir Rice, Trayvon Martin, Oscar Grant, Eric Gardner, Philando Castile, Samuel Du Bois, Sandra Bland, Walter Scott, Terrence Crutcher, Sean Reed, Atatiana Jefferson, Botham Jean, and last but not least, David McAfee. Rest in peace. May your spirits fly high and may you continue to soar through greatness. Okay, episode two, Racist Roots of American Policing, From Slave Patrols to Traffic Stops. And I mean, this is something beyond Sandra Bland, Philando Castile, it it goes on and on, you know? And at this point in time, it's like, what do we have to do to stay alive? What do we have to do to ensure to you that we are not a threat? that we want to live, that we want to go home, that we want to see our family. (sighs) Slave patrol, they arose in South Carolina in the 1700s. They were able to forcibly enter a home, no matter the race, based on suspicion of sheltering slaves. That's how slave patrol started. Obviously, we know back in the times of slavery, and we still enslaved in certain ways, but in those days, we obviously had our quarters that we were in. And if we did try to escape, we would go to like-minded people's houses that weren't afraid to shelter us. But in the midst of them sheltering us from slave owners, from slave patrol, from different vigilantes, bigots, racist and different things like that you know we would get caught and they would either put a bounty on you or they would and present you over to the bounty holder or they would produce the slave patrols on you the first police forces were overwhelmingly white males obviously kkk's from judges politicians um people that made and infiltrated the law people that had higher levels when it came to dealing with the law. Police corruption and violence, particularly against vulnerable people of color, were commonplace during the early 1900s. We know that for a fact. We know through the burning down of the Black Wall Street in Tulsa, Oklahoma, We know that from Rosewood in Florida. We know that from the bombings at the churches. We know that from Emmett Till. We know that from the freedom fighters 
We know that from the three civil rights workers. We know that from our leaders that have been assassinated. We know that from our everything. And it's just, it's really hard. Like this topic is just really heavy to talk about. But it's something that we need to talk about because this is something that has been going on for a while. We have to get to a place where we are able to drive in a car and not be afraid when we get pulled over that we might not live to see another day. And what's going on right now is there is a lack of life, a lack of care for life when it comes to people of color or people that don't have. They have people in the community that are policing these areas that have no empathy for the areas that they are policing. To become a police officer, you only need six to eight weeks of training plus a GED. They don't deal with the mental state of these people. They don't deal with the physical backgrounds of these people, the physiological backgrounds of these people, the mental state of these people. They have some training, but their training goes in and goes out, an hour or two at the most. They place them in these areas where they're not adequate to police. And that's the discussion that we need to start getting on. But in order to do that, we have to make sure that we are in the right place. We need to become judges. We need to become lawyers. We need to become lobbyists. We need to find a way to be able to make a change so that way we can be able to infiltrate this structure that has systematically held us down for so long. And it starts with our children. Some of us are so caught up in this worldly bullshit that we don't see what's going on. And we've got to get to a place so we can understand and see what's going on. A lot of us are out here looting, tearing down our own neighborhoods, When you do that, we don't have the money to put back into that. They don't put the money back into that until they gentrify it and we're out of there. The celebrities that we have, they don't come back and rebuild these areas. They don't even stay in these areas and rebuild them. They leave. So it's already showing us that we have to fend for ourselves because we have some Negroes that will not help and understand the cause. So it's up to us as a mass of people to start doing this ourselves through keeping the father at home or the dominant figure at home. I don't care if you LGBT community. I don't care if you trans. I don't care if you whatever you are. The dominant figure in the black household needs to be in the black household. Right now we quarrel and bicker over the small shit when really and truly there's a bigger thing out there. We have to get to a space where we are able to not only talk to these docile police into not killing us, but make it home to be able to reform and make a change. Because if they keep killing us in numbers that they're killing us in, we keep going out doing the same thing, they will pose martial law against us. We will have no rights. Although we are the mass of people, there are not enough leaders to stand up and say that we will not deal with this. And because we do not have that, we will never succeed. Racist roots in America go back as far as the eye can see. And then some.
it's something that is deeply embedded in this country's roots. The problem is we have Caucasian predecessors, predecessors, whatever the word is, that seem to feel that this country wasn't built on the backs of blacks. They don't seem to understand that they were able and are still able to accomplish many things because of systematic racism. I challenge any person of non-color to tell me one thing that you have in your life that didn't start from the back of a black. We need to try to understand what makes us so different to the point that you don't like us. What is it that's in our skin tone that makes you so fearful that you would rather kill us, burn us, lynch us, incarcerate us, than talk to us, understand us, and try to get to know us? Most, if not all of us, live normal lives like the rest of you. The rest of them. But until you have a conversation, you'll never be able to understand that. We need to get to a point where we have our good brothers and sisters that are of Caucasian ethnicity talking to those that are not like-minded like them. Because until they do that, we won't go anywhere. Because the change starts within. But if they covet it and act like they don't see it, then it makes it okay for their counterparts to do it. Out of sight, out of mind. Until they see looting on TV and wonder why. And it was so funny to me because in Texas, which is where I live, I just saw a bunch of posts of people saying, well, why are they looting and why are they protesting in Texas? This didn't happen in Texas. This happened in Minneapolis. And I say, how soon you forget. Tatiana Jefferson was in Fort Worth. Both of them. He was in Dallas. Sandra Bland. She was in Houston. So Texas isn't exempt. Actually, Texas is number three, is one of the three of the highest number of blacks killed while in custody with law enforcement. So it does happen here. We need to get to a place where we start understanding that it starts with one affecting another the same with bad the same with good duality is everything we can no longer afford to wait we can no longer afford to sit back docile and hope that change comes but we also can no longer afford 
to do the same things and hope for a different outcome. That just doesn't exist. We need to get to an understanding that it can be possible through unity, through hard work, through understanding, through conversations, through learning. If we don't do that, we won't have anything to give our children. If we don't do that, there'll be no future left for our generation. So, on that note, we are finishing up with episode two for Spiritual Trap Siren. And I know this is a heavy episode. And as times go on, I hope that it gets lighter. But because this is con consciously on my mind, I have to speak on it. It's also current events, so I also speak on it. It ties into everything that we talk about. Next week's episode for June 9th will be Consciousness, Awareness, Energy, Frequency, and Vibes. And we are getting into that because we are starting to get into Juneteenth. And to be able to really understand our spirituality and different things, we definitely need to understand those five concepts. So we will be talking about that next week and I will see you soon. Thanks for tuning in to Spiritual Trap Siren. See you later. I say peace be with you. Love and light always. Thank you. Till next time.